It had been a week and a half since I'd heard from Tony. It was so strange how important he was to me, and not just because he'd saved my home. He'd written a check that kept my house out of foreclosure and actually got me a deed, paid in full. I guess that made him important, but, I mean, it was so strange the way my feelings were growing for him. See, I was his booty call, his kept woman, his high-class on-call whore. It was a business arrangement. He shelled out tens of thousands of dollars, and I owed him my body whenever he wanted it. He'd only had it twice so far. Well, three times if you count the blowjob in the office that sealed the deal. I'd given him a sweet blowjob, and I think that's what gave him the idea in the first place. The other times were rough, pure and simple. He'd fucked my mouth hard. He'd fucked my pussy hard. Then, the last time, he fucked my ass hard. It was the first time, and it was shocking and painful, but... It ended up so overwhelming and sexy that I ended up buying anal toys to use while I waited for him to take me again. It seemed like I spent most of my time waiting for him. I barely knew him, really. Still, I felt myself growing more and more helpless in my affection for him. It was stupid, really. To Tony, I was only throat, tongue, cunt, and asshole. That was it. I was a sex toy that happened to have body heat. My little fantasies about a life with him were stupid. There was another stupid part to it. On that first day in his office, I had seen the lovely redhead in the picture on his desk. I wasn't intimidated by her looks. Hell no. I have a perfect body and I know it. I walk into a room and everyone looks at my 25-year-old body. Guys get hard, and any woman inclined that way gets wet. Still, I was just his piece of ass. The redhead in the picture had his life. It was easy to get depressed thinking about all of this, but I did my best to think about my times with him. His cocky half-smile and the feel of his huge cock pushing into one of the places in my body that more and more seemed designed for it. Still, I was lonely. There was nothing explicit in our arrangement that would keep me from going out on a date, but it just felt wrong. For almost four weeks, it had been Tony or nobody. Okay, not exactly. It was Tony or my own hands, fingers, and sex toys. I chuckled at that. I might as well get a tattoo. This is Laura Radigan. If you're fucking her, you better be Tony Merrick's or Latex. There was a knock at the door, and my heart started beating faster. Tony always sent for me via messenger. I ran to the door and flung it open. Sure enough, there was a bright blue uniform of Crosstown messengers. Strangely, he didn't have an envelope, but a box, a large, flat one. He handed it over, and I signed for it. When the messenger left, I brought the box to the table, and I tore it open. Inside was a complete outfit— there was a black cocktail dress strapless, a black thong, and black thigh-high stockings. There was no bra, but it would have been impossible to wear one in the skimpy strapless dress anyway. It also had black stiletto heels, and I shuddered when I realized I had seen the same pair of shoes online for almost a thousand dollars.